Welcome to another episode of Topical with your host, Michael Schaefer. I'm joined this week by the very funny Surin Jayaman. We had a great chat about why old white men need to be given microphones that simply do not work. Pauline Hanson, meanwhile, has offered to give a fellow senator a lift to the airport. Very generous of Pauline. And lastly, we come up with a solution for climate change that I reckon everyone is going to love. Mate, Saren, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming to my, my hotel uh, in Sydney to record this. It's a very exciting uh, week of news this week. A lot has happened. So much has happened. Yeah. It's been a really good week for grumpy old men, I yes. think. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. always a good week for grumpy old men, <laughs> but particularly this week because uh, their patron saint, Sam Newman, has uh, gone off. So Sam Newman has a podcast. I didn't know... I legit didn't know he's still... I mean, I've lived in Sydney for <laughs> 10 years, but I thought he's gone. Oh, you thought he was dead? Yeah. Right. You know, well, do, you, do you know what? It's amazing how when you get kicked off TV and radio, it's so easy to think that they're dead. Yeah, because he was a presence yeah. every week for so long. And then he just stopped. I thought, yeah, I actually thought he was dead. Well, that's happened to the, the Queen. She lost her radio gig, her TV gig, and they <laughs> yeah. were like, I think she's dead now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it took a but, and then she finally did die. <laughs> so. But that's... Wait, so, what? <laughs> Imagine this thing found out. <laughs> yeah, so Sam is uh, is not dead, very much alive, but he's expressing opinions into microphones. Yeah, okay. And I'll tell you what my... Who would do that? Who would express Yeah, it? that's a horrible... <laughs> the lack a of, horrible habit to get into, I The think. lack of awareness I just had when <laughs> I said that. <laughs> but he's expressing opinions that uh, I don't think should be expressed... Un- unless they're just there to be ridiculed. Yes. The problem is a lot of people agree with what the, the shit that he says. So what he's done this week, he's been very upset about the uh, AFL Grand Final. Now, me and him are both very upset about the AFL Grand Final for different reasons. Yeah. He's upset because he's an angry old white man and they had indigenous culture there. I'm upset because I'm a Sydney Swan supporter and we got absolutely murdered. Yep, both. So we're both angry. Reasonable reasons. We're both angry think, men, yeah. angry, angry white men, but for different reasons. I think mine is far more justified. Yeah. How long have you supported the Sydney Swans? Oh, since I was like seven years old. Yeah. yeah. So, so you've seen a lot of losing grand finals. <laughs> yeah, I've seen yeah. four of them now. Yeah. Which is quite a few. You I should be used to it by now. I should maybe be used to it. Maybe Sam Newman has more of a hill to stand on. <laughs> <laughs> like he knew what you were going into That's on true. Saturday. He probably tuned in thinking it's just going to be white stuff happening exactly. today. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. The, the reason why I bring this up is because he's, he's come out, he's very upset with the Welcome to Country uh, ceremony. And... Uh, look, I, what I think is bizarre about the whole Welcome to Country ceremony is when they do a back-to-back with the minute silence for the Queen, which they did for a, a few games yes, after yeah. she died. Because I don't think you can put those <laughs> two things back-to-back. Yeah, it's pretty strange. It's pretty strange. I, I liken it to being like I'm Jewish and I don't think that you could have a Holocaust memorial service at the start of Oktoberfest. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think there is an innate clash of... Just values. Yeah. There's a willful ignorance of sort of historical yeah, context. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Willful ignorance. Imagine this is how you found out that there was the Holocaust. Yeah. Like, what? The Wait, Holocaust? What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me the Queen is... <laughs> the Queen is dead and so are a lot of Jews. Is that what yeah. you're trying to say? This has been a very bad five minutes for you. 
But he's very upset by that. And then, um, so Uncle Jack Charles, who was an indigenous activist, he um, died in the last week or yeah, so. Yeah, sort of like a week or two after the Queen died. After the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so also I was at the ground. That was an opportunity for me to be faint surprise again. But <laughs> Uncle Jack. Uncle Jack. <laughs> this whole but podcast. no, it was big news. He's a, he's a legend of... Uh, like Australian entertainment yes. industry. Yes, musician, yeah. actor, he's done it all. And they had a little uh, package for him at the grand final before the match started. And Sam Newman, very upset about this little package for him. And I kind of understand where Sam Newman is coming from, which is an awful thing to say. But he did say, well, Uncle Jack has like no real connection with the AFL. Yeah, okay. Like he never, he wasn't like an AFL yeah. legend or anything. Because the Queen was a life member at Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> is that why? I think she was a club president. She yeah. was before Eddie McGuire. <laughs> yes, it was yeah, actually yeah, the Queen. Yeah. I mean, that's why Eddie yeah. did such a great job at Collingwood. They were really, they were, they, like you think they swept under the rug Eddie's, like comments and racism at the club. There's colonialism. There's a lot that the Collingwood Football Club have been sweeping under. Yeah, them. I mean that was well, that was in the report. <laughs> yeah, you know they had yeah, that yeah. big report that came out, the uh, Do Better yeah. report. <laughs> and part of the Do Better report was we have to kill the Queen. Yeah, a detailed analysis <laughs> of the 1780 through <laughs> 1901 through to Federation, and then yeah. <laughs> so I mean that's why the Queen was included in all these these minute silences because she. Do you know what's funny though is that. I, I made a joke about this on the internet and I was, I've got a lot of numpties in my comments, yeah, you know, being like, no, the Queen did contribute to the <laughs> AFL. And literally their one thing is she attended like a VFL game in like the 1980s oh, or 1970s. I would <laughs> say it's fairly safe. I, I'd put myself out there and I would say Jack Charles probably attended a VFL game I or reckon, two in yeah, his time. I think that's his connection. And there's this great photograph of the Queen when last time she visited Australia, which was like over 10 years ago, she was photographed holding a Burnley football. Oh. Now, if you're not an AFL person, that's one of the cardinal sins yeah. of AFL. You can't be photographed with a Burnley. <laughs> you have to be photographed with a Sharon. That's the actual At football of the league. To, to hold the ball in such a way that you can't see the Burnley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you might as well be holding a tennis ball. Yeah. I mean, this is just <laughs> so offensive. So I think that if you're going to have a minute silence for the Queen, then you can totally do one for Uncle Jack and Sam Newman is real dumb. But which we already knew, there's nothing really going to... So is his argument like, don't bring politics into sport? Yeah, that's everyone's argument. But politics and sport are innately intertwined. You can't... It's so naive and dumb to say you can't bring politics into sport. (laughs) They're literally hosting the World Cup in Qatar. Yeah. Like (laughs) a country that is just abusing human rights and like killing migrants to build the stadiums that they're playing in. How can you... Uh, the, the argument that sport and politics can be separated is the dumbest idea ever. It's impossible. Yeah. Because politics is just in everything. Cause it, pol- politics <laughs> Everything's is, political. Because everything is politics. Because <laughs> yeah. politics is just a vague term that means everything. Yeah, exactly. And sport You're- and in the subset of everything, there is sport. Yeah. So if we're just doing I'll- it purely on a Venn diagram perspective, there's everything I and think- sport. I think you can bring politics into sport. You can't not bring politics into sport. But I don't think you have to bring sport into politics. <laughs> I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. So we're doing good at that. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, well, when we bring sport into politics, that's when Scott Morrison accidentally tackles a child yes. a week before Terrible. the election. John Howard bowling a <laughs> cricket ball. Actually, I think you should bring sport into politics. <laughs> it's a lot of entertainment the, it's comes very funny. <laughs> yeah. It's probably the best that politics is. is but when you can tell that, that that's funny because it's incongruent. Like it shouldn't... Those two things... Shouldn't be together. Shouldn't be together. John Howard shouldn't be trying to bowl. Yes. That um, classic footage, is, is it him? Is it him like... He's on like an army base? 
It's very sandy and dusty is I all I remember. Yeah. My recollection you of it... You can see the, the tufts of sand yeah. as the ball hits the ground, right? <laughs> it's pretty hard as well. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much goes just like vertically down into the ground. So Samuel was upset about the world of the country. He was upset about uh, Uncle Jack. Then he was also upset about G-Flip, who uh, is uh, non-binary, and they were performing in, in the halftime... Oh, yeah. Uh, you know... Before they did the halftime performance, thought they did a great job. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of G Flip. I always find it interesting when like old, you know, white men just like hear about these new Triple J artists and are angry that they don't know who they are. <laughs> like Samuel's like, who's this G Flip? And I, I mention it because my fiance's father, who's just in that demographic, yep. last year during the uh, AFL Grand Final, I think it was the halftime entertainment, they had Baker Boy performing and he's watching baker boy and he's like who's baker boy i've never heard of baker boy yeah you're not meant to have heard yeah. of baker boy you're like a 65 year old white dude <laughs> of course this is not for you just the yeah. idea Are that they keep... think everything should be for them is yeah. so insane it is funny to be like i've never heard of this yeah but you're not yeah <laughs> they had robbie we... williams beforehand that was for you yeah and now they've got g flip we for flew people who are not out for you <laughs> They flew out meatloaf <laughs> yeah, for you <laughs> specifically. Yeah. Was that, that the same out? year? Did they have meatloaf and then Baker Boy? They just cut covering off all of the food pyramid. They <laughs> 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 were making a sandwich. Yeah, we got aqua coming up after for because you got to stay hydrated when you. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other food based. Um, yeah, I went to aqua. Aqua. <laughs> You're like, well, that's Spanish for water, I guess. So yeah, I think Peaches is a song. I all that also popped into my head. Peaches is a song, but not a band. Not a band. If you're listening slash watching, uh, <laughs> tell us what else we should have said at this point of the podcast <laughs> that would have made this conversation funnier. Yeah, that could have kept the riff going, you know. It was... But uh, this is my solution to this problem. A lot of angry white men getting out there having opinions. I think what we need to do is like give them a microphone that isn't connected to anything. Yes. They just like the feeling of holding. <laughs> I think so. Thing. Yeah. So I think just give them a microphone and be like, yeah, it's plugged in. And it's just like, you know, like those like telephones that like are meant to go into the wall, but they're just like not even connected to the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just be like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's plugged in. Just say whatever you got to say. You could s- sort of stage in a Nathan for you um, <laughs> type scenario. Yeah. Stage events that you know will rile them up, mm. and uh, and create an or a fake audience, pay actors to be there. Well, to maybe that's what the AFL the Grand whole... Final was, just a very expensive staged event. Yeah, that's what you'd trigger. say as a Sydney Swans fan. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was real, actually. <laughs> I think they were all paid actors. Yeah, yeah, that's my that's how I'm dealing with the loss. Just going full conspiracy theory, full Alex Jones. Now they're all crisis actors. <laughs> the Sydney Swans players. <laughs> So it's been, look, it's been a bad week for, uh, well, I guess a good week for Sam Newman. He's back in the headlines. Good for him. We're all trying to do that. Um, back in the headlines also, Pauline Hanson. Do you think that's what he wants at this point, Sam? Oh, well, I mean, I imagine. he feels his irrelevance and he's like, well, here's the thing I can get in on. He's very irrelevant. Because maybe he's he's sniping all of the time. But it's like only at AFL Grand Final that people are paying attention. Well, so that's my well. Firstly, I say he's irrelevant, which is really ironic because we've just dedicated like ten minutes to <laughs> yeah, unpacking yeah. him. He's not irrelevant because he actually does give a voice to a lot of people. So a lot yeah, of people true. actually do yeah. agree with his yeah, opinion, yeah, yeah. and I know that because I just made a joke about him on TikTok, and the comments are a goddamn binfire. Yeah. So I know that he represents that, a lot of people. Is it back to front though? Is he? Helping to shape the opinions, or is he just a reflection of? I think it's a reflection. Yeah. I don't think he's shaping anything. He's yeah. too dumb to like 
change people's views or anything. He's just, but he's smart enough to affirm what they already believe. Yeah, that's yeah, what I yeah. think. Which is also what I do on this podcast to so, say, "Hate the game, not the player." So people, there were people who took umbrage with the Jack Charles. Well, there were people. All I know is that I made this joke about this on the internet. And I hadn't heard anyone taking umbrage with anything <laughs> until I made this joke. And now they're letting me know. Yeah, okay, yeah. Like, it's bloody AFL going woke, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's not the AFL going woke. It's just the AFL realizing that, like, they can make money off doing these types of things and yeah. building this type of brand. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm sorry. I stopped listening because I just was... Ab- I was like over in, in my head, I was like, the word umbrage is a, <laughs> a fascinating word. Yeah. I was breaking it down into its component because there's rage. And I, so I was like, what is umb? What is the umb contributing to? And I, but you were, you were making a perfectly valid point. And I just. No, no, no. no. I'm glad you interrupted because <laughs> I was having a conversation with someone yesterday and they, so used, and they used the word umbrage uh, incorrectly. Oh, okay. So they said like, oh, I took umbrage and with something. And how did something. you feel about that? I took umbrage with... <laughs> God, you set me up beautifully for that. <laughs> that was outstanding. But I was having a conversation with him and he said um, that he took umbrage with something, but he was supportive of it. Oh, yeah. So, so he, he thinks a... umb is, is like an, it's the <laughs> antonym <laughs> of rage. <laughs> so maybe he's... Think about that guy's life. He is going around... Telling people that he takes umbrage with things and expressing the exact opposite thing yeah. that what he feels. People must think he's like a tremendous racist. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he's walking around going, I took, I took a lot of umbrage with that uh, Uncle Jack tribute. Like, you took umbrage with it, you <laughs> racist piece of shit. Yeah, had a, felt a lot of umbrage. <laughs> feel sorry for him. I should have corrected him. I didn't want to because I didn't want to make him feel dumb. Yes. But I should have because I could have saved him a lot of... <laughs> he's going to get cancelled and he won't even know why. He won't, yeah. <laughs> And then he'll really learn the meaning of the word. And he'll learn yeah. the meaning of it, finally. So someone took umbrage, a lot of people take an umbrage, <laughs> with Pauline Hansen's... Uh, she's back too. She's back, baby. Jesus. I she- love this podcast. Very useful for me to just sort of stay up to know. <laughs> who's dead and I'm who's still going at it. Yeah. <laughs> so far you've learned uh, the Queen died, a lot of Jews sadly died, but Sam Newman, Pauline Hansen still going strong. Yes, yeah, yeah. So Pauline came out and she told a Pakistani, a woman who's originally born in Pakistan, Maureen Farooqi, a Green Senator. Senator, yeah. She told uh, Senator Farooqi, uh, piss off back to Pakistan because Senator Farooqi was very critical of the monarchy following the Queen's death. And then Pauline was like, oh, if you don't like it here, you can piss off back to Pakistan, which is a very Pauline thing to say. <laughs> And what's great about her is that she's never... I don't think she's ever apologised, ever. Yeah. Because even when, when people were like, Pauline... Why would she? She's never done anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> when she came out and said, uh, said that, people were like, you shouldn't tell people to piss off back to other countries. She came out and then responded by saying, I've, I've got the quote written here. Um, <laughs> this is great. She goes, no, she's, I stand by it. And then she said, I make the offer as well to take her to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously she's being racist there, but God, we'd all love a lift to the airport once in a while. Yeah. Wouldn't we? She knows that it's one of life's greatest hassles. <laughs> one of the greatest hassles. Is, I, yeah. I don't care what city you're in. There's no convenient way to go to the airport. Well, that's where you're wrong. 
<laughs> well, I guess if Pauline Hansen's offering in you to city. drive. But also the, the the beauty of this offer is that Pauline Hansen is is she still an Ipswich or whatever? I <laughs> like believe so. Maureen Faruqi, she lives in Sydney. There's actually a, an air there's a rail line <laughs> that's quite convenient. It's a bit expensive. You've got to pay seventeen dollars. I was gonna say seventeen dollars, that is yeah, expensive. But it's pretty convenient. As far as airports go, the Sydney airport is the easiest to access. I would say we're in Newtown, I think Marine Fariki would probably live somewhere around the inner west, mm. I believe. Mm. So she could jump on the train at Newtown station. No issues. <laughs> Half an hour. She'd be at the gate. Ready to board. If but I'm Marine Fariki, has got to drive down from Ipswich. <laughs> she might fly. Petrol fuel prices right now, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> well, if she flies, she's yeah. got to go to sixty or like <laughs> gets. And she's got to. Well, this is what I'm. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. If I were Marine Faruqi, I would say thank you for the offer. I've actually got a flight next week. I'm gonna go visit my family, my relatives <laughs> back home. Yeah. in Pakistan. Uh, There's I'd no love a lift. Prescription from Pauline Hansen as to how long she has to stay. Exactly, there. she said yeah. piss off back. Yeah, she can go back. Just, I mean, imagine that if you if you're originally from somewhere and you probably have family. The borders there. have been closed for so long. You'd want to see the family. You'd want to see the family. People will say Pauline is racist, but this might actually be the most progressive and almost like beautiful thing she's ever offered. Yeah, a person some sort of government funded program <laughs> to allow migrants <laughs> to see their family return home. <laughs> And see their family and then come back into the country. Imagine this how imagine how badly this could backfire for Pauline because she would have to what drive from Ipswich to the airport. Yep. Which is already going to the airport for her, that's a hassle. Who's given her a lift? Who's giving her a lift <laughs> to the airport? <laughs> she needs someone to give <laughs> She needs a, a Pakistani person, presumably. <laughs> yeah, probably give yeah. her a lift yeah. to the airport. And then she flies from Brisbane down to Sydney. Rents a car. Rents a car. She's got to drives go. Drives yeah. from the airport to Newtown. Gives a bit of a toot. Marine, I'm outside. Marine, thanks so much. If I were Marine, I'd probably keep her waiting a few minutes as well. Yeah. She would be annoyed. She'd be like, I texted you when I picked up the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, I'm just a couple more things to pack. Really sorry. And then she finishes packing. She comes down. Pauline's like, fucking hell, what's the hold up here? Sorry, Pauline. They get, imagine what they're chatting about in the drive to the Sydney airport. Probably talking about how was your flight, Pauline? It'd be very because yeah, exactly. Pauline the whole time would be assuming Marine's never coming back. Exactly. Yeah. And if I were Marine, I would just do the carry on. I wouldn't have checked in. Yeah, baggage. no. And Pauline would be. She'd be glancing at the. <laughs> she'd be. She'd be like, I got the. I got the big fucking. I got the Kluger, Toyota Kluger, because I thought you were gonna have your whole life to pack in the boot. Are you telling me you don't even have twenty three kilograms in what? What airline are you flying? Yeah. So like, no, I'm flying the. I'm flying Qantas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm twenty. I gave me twenty three, but I don't need it. I don't. What do you mean you don't need it? Well, I'm just just going for three days. Yeah. Three days. Yeah, you didn't say you had to stay there. I just had to go back for an undetermined amount of time. Fuck, she's got me here. How angry would Pauline be dropping her off? She'd be livid. She'd be absolutely livid. And then she's got to drive all the... got to fly all the way back to Brisbane, drive back to Ipswich. Yeah. She's been had. She's been had, but it, she's made her own bed, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this yeah. scenario. <laughs> in this scenario where Pauline drives from Ipswich, <laughs> she's made her own bed. Well, if Pauline is listening, and I know she is because she loves this podcast, um, she and Sam Newman love it. They froth it. Pauline, if you're listening, I actually have to go to Adelaide in a couple of weeks for a show. So... Love a lift if you're in the area. <laughs> <laughs> if 
<laughs> Do you know who's also had a had a bad week? Anyone that's with Optus, they've had a bad week. Yeah. Are you with Optus? No. Yeah, I'm with Optus. Well, I was. Well, you are really copping it this week. I'm copping it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sydney the Grand Final. Sydney get losing it. Yeah. And people have my data. Optus hack. Optus hack. Probably I couldn't think of a, a of a food based. No, yeah, yeah, earlier. we're strong. Yeah, <laughs> so got a lot to take umbrage with this week. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of umbrage here. So yeah, I got the uh, I got the the text message from um, Optus saying, "Hey, you know, your data's been breached, but don't worry, it's fine." This is this is my reaction to it. Um, I was like, "Oh, Optus has had this huge data breach. It's gonna be terrible for their business." I have shares with Telstra that I bought like 15... Oh, I think I got them from like my bar mitzvah. Oh, like yeah, yeah, right. yeah, It's a real bar mitzvah gift, by the <laughs> yeah, way. It's it's a gift. But I've got these shares uh, with Telstra and I thought, oh, well, this is going to be fantastic for Telstra. Optus goes down, Telstra goes up, shafts, makes a bit of a profit. Yep. And then I checked my Telstra shares and they had somehow gone down as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Because well, I am with Telstra and I got an email from them and it was a, <laughs> it was a humble brag. Anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> but I feel like Telstra have been really quiet about this. What did they say? I mean, I'll get it up. It's, I- <laughs> so the, it goes, uh, helping to keep you safe. Over the past week, many of our customers have reached out to us following the Optus cyber attack with questions about how to stay safe online and to know if their data has been impacted. To be clear, our customers' data has never been impacted. Oh, that's so good. And then it goes on about safety. But they're like, hey, just so you know. Just so you know. You know that Optus stuff? Just in case you weren't paying attention. They should send that out to the Optus customers. Yeah, they should. And they've got their emails now. You're saying that as an investor though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, Telstra, why are you sleeping on this? Why are you contacting your own customers? You've got this you've got millions of people that yeah. are now angry with Optus and you've got their data. You can just Google you, them, yeah, their yeah. emails and addresses and te- you can call them all individually and be like, hey, we got your number from Optus. Are you interested in switching <laughs> to a company that is not going to leak your data on the internet? I reckon that's why... Because the, the interesting detail of this story to me was that the hacker gave up. The hacker, yeah. The hacker gave said, up. And I think there's two options here. First is... Well, they, they, they asked for a million dollars, correct? Yeah. So the, Which is not enough. Yeah. That's why I, I reckon the hacker was like a sixteen-year-old kid, right? Who or thinks like a twelve-year-old kid? Yeah, who thinks a million dollars is a lot? Is of money. a lot. Like yeah. that's a lot of fucking bounty bars. I, I don't know why. What do you do with a million dollars? I mean, yeah. first of all, half of it gets taken what from tax. They sell you know, it you got to yeah, you yeah, have to yeah, declare yeah. it. So but not when you're twelve, I reckon. Twelve-year-olds don't have to declare. You're probably not. You don't the money they TFN make from the fraud, <laughs> from crime. <laughs> but they, but they say crime does pay. That is yeah, the famous saying. But so, so the Optus hacker, he, I mean, he's definitely a kid, I reckon. And mm. then when they heard the FBI, um, maybe it's a she, but like when the FBI got I love involved, how you qualify that. You're like, he or hey, she. Women can hack too. <laughs> women can profit from crime as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. Um, that's the most woke way to approach it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, women actually can be they should. bad people too. They can and they should. And they should. Yeah. It's kind of like when, uh, this is just a bit of a tangent, but the leader of Myanmar, uh, is a woman and when she was elected everyone's like fantastic right to have another female world leader and then she got accused of committing a genocide against like the local Muslim population and everyone was like Ugh. but also it's nice to have like a female yeah. who can commit war crimes <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. see that every day you know what I mean there was a bit about there was a bit of that with the queen like people confused girl boss who, yeah and they were like you know what she's like yeah 
one of the worst. She led one of the worst colonial history uh, empires in history, or whatever. But, but she's also a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she really broke yeah. the glass ceiling. Yeah. for other women to come in. And now we've got the female Mussolini in Italy. Yes, who's really kind of like taken on the reins of fascism. And I got to say, I think it's nice to see women getting into the fascist movement as well. For so many years, they've been told, you know, your job is to stay at home and to take care of the house while the men go out and kill the minorities. Yeah. No, now you can do it too. Yeah. And that's what feminism is all about. So thank you to our female listeners. I want you to know, if you're a young girl listening to this podcast, you too can grow up one day to hate Jewish people. <laughs> so The Optus guy, yeah. girl, whatever. Girl, whoever. He's... I reckon what's actually happened because he re- he sold ten thousand names mm. and he was trying to hold Optus ransom and he was going to keep selling yeah. more and more data and the, but I reckon he just when he hacked Optus he didn't re- realize that Optus had I didn't know this did you know they have nine million customers so many That's I thought so Optus many. was shit like I I reckon he got overwhelmed he's like, <laughs> like ten thousand a day this oh is my. gonna take. <laughs> A long time. <laughs> That's got, I, I'm trying to do the maths in my head. I've overcommitted. 10,000 a day. I think his first demand for Optus was like, can you not be so successful? <laughs> I no, you know, it would take him like three years yeah. to get through the whole list. He thought he was hacking That's iPrimus f- or something. <laughs> That's <laughs> a full-time job. I did three years of work for a million dollars. Yeah. That's not really worth <laughs> it at the end of the day. It. I mean, you're making a decent living, but yeah. still, it's a lot of work. That's so many. I guess, I guess that's probably why he didn't like hack Vodafone. He should have been like, I should have hacked Vodafone. But, yeah. We have got 15 people's data. Yeah. <laughs> I will release exactly. one person's data a day. Like, oh no. <laughs> Not the last thing I want to talk about. Chess. We have to talk about this chess cheating scandal. Oh, yes. Because you're a big chess guy, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I play chess. Yeah, you play a bit of chess. Do you play online or over the board? <laughs> you cheat. <laughs> uh, I play online at the moment. It's hard to find... People who play over the board. Yeah, no one wants to play over you the board. Be, yeah. You don't want to play over the board because you cheat and it's easier <laughs> yeah, to do it exactly. online. It's a lot easier online. So the reason why it's a big scandal at the moment is because of Magnus Carlsen, who's this uh, big world champion, he might be the GOAT. Is he, he the could GOAT? could be the GOAT. Yeah, I think the, I think the top three are like him, Kasparov. And Bobby Fischer? Bobby Fischer. Could be Bobby. I was going to say, I think the chick from The Queen's Gambit, she's yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was yeah. pretty good. She was pretty good. Bobby Fisher, I think also famously anti-Semitic, I believe, as well. Oh. Yeah. I think he kind of was Jewish, but then came to hate Jewish people. Oh, so, yeah, how does that count when it's when you're anti-Semitic, but it's also like a self-loathing? Well, I guess it means, you know, you're more qualified than anyone to hate the Jews. Yeah. So, you kind of have to be like, you okay. got to trust them, really. Yeah, you got to trust their judgment. Believe all victims. <laughs> <laughs> Believe all believe victims. Jews. I've always said believe Jews. That's always what I've said. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag believe Jews. Um, <laughs> hashtag Fisher was right. Um, we'll get that trending. <laughs> but this is my favorite podcast so far, and none of it's usable. But uh, Magnus Carlsen, so he got beaten by this 19 year old Hans Neiman, who has previously admitted to cheating whilst playing online. Yes. And then he's playing Hans Neiman over the board, which I love. It's a phrase that I only learned this week. I love over the board. <laughs> over the board. It's over the board, ironically, is sometimes not above board. No. And I, I play online because I am over the board, you know? Because you are over the board. Yeah. <laughs> I've played a lot of board in my time. You're and now I'm over it and I'm going online. 
<laughs> it's such a great phrase. <laughs> like this conversation, this is over the board. Yeah, we could have been true. doing this. We could have been doing this online yeah. on Zoom, but we're over the board right now. <laughs> I would love to see over the board, like because over the board. By the way, if you're listening, you have no idea what we're talking about. Over the board is like you're playing in real life. There's a board. It's physical. You can see them. You can smell them and breathe on them. And then online is obviously when you're playing on chess.com yes. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think over the board is if you're playing in person, but mm. in Queen's game, but often because she was playing on the ceiling. Remember, you know, yeah, she, she would see. She was under the board. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Hans Neiman has been accused by Magnus Carlsen of cheating, and as a result, Magnus won't play him anymore. It's a big scandal. In, but in he's chess. been very cryptic about it, Magnus. Very cryptic about yeah. it. He kind of posts <laughs> these things on Twitter, like saying, "Oh, I won't be playing Hans anymore because I believe he cheats." And then he'll say something like, "I can't say any more." I don't think he originally came out and actually said that it's because of. He thinks he cheats. Oh, he just said I want to play. He just resigned. Yes, he did resign. <laughs> then after. they were playing online together, like a few weeks later, mm. and he made one move and then resigned. Wow! And uh, have you seen the stream? They like stream it because apparently people stream chess. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this was huge. And they'll and they have commentators or something. And this, he just clicks off and his camera goes off, and the ladies like they don't know what happened. Oh my god! Because it's like unprecedented that someone would play a move and then resign. Yes, but he's. He's got his own hero complex, I think, a bit. He does. I think he thinks that he's saving chess. Yeah. I think he thinks he's like the Roger Federer of chess. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of representing the brand and I've got to protect and preserve chess. Yeah. And if I sacrifice a bit of myself for You that, would, I guess, if you're the goat. Because you well, don't want to yeah. be the goat of something that has since been trashed. Yeah. That'd be like being the queen. <laughs> <laughs> the queen is the goat of colonialism. <laughs> yeah. Of the empire. <laughs> well, what I find fascinating and somewhat scandalous about this story, have you, do you know how the guy is alleged to have been cheating? Yes. So the allegation is, <laughs> this is completely made up, but I'm going to run with it as if it's true. The allegation is that he has vibrating anal beats, <laughs> puts them up his bum and... Yeah, but how is he cheating? Well, I guess they when they vibrate, there's some sort of Morse code that he feels... That indicates what move he should make next. Yeah. And I think it might be true because I did watch him play against Magnus Carlsen and Neiman did come four times. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of cheating, it's been a bad week for men cheating. Adam Levine. Yes. The Maroon 5 lead singer has been found to have been cheating on his wife. Now... In a game of chess. In a (laughs) game... I didn't know they played. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if I had confused these two stories. <laughs> and I was like, I never knew that Adam Levine was also a grandmaster. <laughs> I mean, what can this man not do? <laughs> but he's been... Uh, I wish I knew some Maroon 5 songs now. That uh, she Will Be Loved. Oh, yeah. Um, that's kind of all... I'm kind of tapped yeah, out after yeah, that one. Great. <laughs> I mean, I really like their music. I'm kind I'm of still a- thinking of bands that could be <laughs> in the food pyramid. <laughs> Is Maroon... Maroon's a colour. <laughs> uh, yeah, Macaroon vibe. <laughs> oh, this is the last thing I want to talk about. Was... Uh, did you hear about the big asteroid? I Vaguely. We didn't... We, we, we took it out. We took, yeah, we took out this asteroid. Yeah. So there's this big fucking asteroid that wasn't any... By the way, I feel sorry for the asteroid because it wasn't hitting Earth at all. Oh. But we decided to blow it up because we're pra- we wanted to practice. We're trying to send a message to other <laughs> asteroids. 
You come anywhere near our goddamn planet, this is how you'll end up too. That's the way. That's like Australia's kind of like immigration policy. Like yeah. you know, like if you're trying to get here by boat, we'll fucking tow you away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send yeah. a message to the that's other That's why if people. Scott Morrison was still the prime minister, they would be like sending callouts to asteroid actors, being like, "Do you want to make? We just got to make a little short film <laughs> to discourage other asteroids <laughs> yeah, from coming from coming anywhere near our orbit." So yeah, they blow up this asteroid, and apparently we will race. decide which asteroids go. <laughs> To this country and the manner in which, <laughs> which they, and the manner in which they destroy this planet. <laughs> Speaking of asteroids, I once saw John Howard bowl a quick bowl. The, I don't think tuft of. <laughs> can I say if John Howard was in charge of hitting this asteroid, I can't imagine we'd be getting anywhere near it. <laughs> He'd be shooting this missile up into the air, straight into the ground. Straight, <laughs> it would go straight up out. Up and then just come straight back down. But in hindsight, we should not put a politician in charge of the, uh, politics and space. Do not mix. No. Famously, politics and sport, but also <laughs> space. Yeah, they don't mix at all. <laughs> but yeah, they they hit the asteroid. Very very exciting stuff. I was I was like, this is very cool because it was, it kind of reminds me of the the don't look up. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, you know, movie plot, which is all about an asteroid that's coming to hit Earth, and no one does anything to stop it, and it's a big you know. Uh, analogy about our approach to climate change so it's nice to see that we're actually like, using science to i think we this is the thing though we'll only use science to save the planet if we get to blow something up <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah because we're like oh we can we can save the planet and we get to make a big explosion that's a that's a that's win-win a win-win. yeah <laughs> everyone enjoys that that yeah if all we need to do now is find a way to solve climate change in a way that involves a big explosion that I think everyone would enjoy watching. So I don't know what that would entail, but maybe if I think we could... if you wanted to end climate change mm. and also have an explosion, you could you blow, blow up the air. <laughs> well, that would be one final change to the climate. Yeah. That's not climate change, that's final that change. Is fi- <laughs> Mate, uh, thanks so much for coming on the pod. No worries. Um, is there anything you want to plug for our audience? Uh, well, I'm on Instagram at Seren Comedy. It's very funny. Um, he puts up some very funny clips. I uh, yeah, I'll be back in I'll be back in Melbourne around December, and I'll probably be doing gigs around then. Fantastic. So. I've got some gigs coming up in Adelaide, Melbourne. Uh, Nary Warren, surprisingly selling quite Whoa. well. Yeah. Apparently I'm doing well in Nary Warren. Is there a good theatre there? There's yeah. a lot of people doing the Nary Warren show. Well, yeah, that's where I'm doing it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm doing it because people are coming, so that's great. Cool. But it'd be lo- lovely to have more people there if you're in Nary Warren. Also, you can show in Warrnambool. Uh, but I just get paid a flat fee to do the Warrnambool show. So I don't really care if you turn up to that one or not. I'm getting paid either way. But the other ones, I need money. So buy a ticket. Um, oh, if you like the podcast, also like give a nice review. I think that helps. I think that helps. Yeah, like and subscribe. Like, subscribe, all that shit. Um, tell a friend. If you don't like the podcast, I'll say that hacky thing that all comedians say, which is tell a bloody enemy then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thanks. thought you were going to say go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, go fuck yourself. Um, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.